Shadokim Podcast. All right, new episode. Nobody talks Shadokim Podcast. Episode eighty-five. What's up, Avery? Welcome back. <laughs> Avery, welcome back. It's been so long. It has. It has been. I usually right. see you. I see you every day, and now I don't see you. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Avery moved. Avery moved. We were neighbors for some for some time, mm-hmm. and he made the move. So we don't we don't see you anymore. Tell us about that soon, maybe. Paige, what's up? What's up, Paige? What what's are you doing? up? All good. Good. Happy okay. to be back. <laughs> Happy back on the show. Yep. This episode, we will just like go through some stuff together. We're gonna go through stuff. Together, so we're gonna do like challenges and games. No, I don't know what we're gonna do. It's a real variation from the last eighty something episodes <laughs> where we didn't go through stuff. We did we not go through yeah. anything? I don't know what was like. What are the people's? How'd you like the past few episodes, Avery? Was it was was it? Well, was it, obviously, I've been listening to them nonstop because that is the only podcast I listen to. Right. That's, a, that's what comedians. What's it called? Do. Meaningful people. The one that we're. <laughs> How dare you? No. Oh. That's a great show. I love everyone. <laughs> he facetiously said. Yeah, life's good. Good. That is an interesting hat you're wearing. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is the stuff we're going cool. to. Fishing. Well, <laughs> I can comment on a hat. <laughs> this hat, I, I yeah, I just like. Oh, you remember the hat story? I went. We went to went to. Where did we go recently? Delaware. Went with Delaware with the boys and Ocean City. Ocean City, Maryland, which is really Delaware. It's in Maryland, but it's really Delaware. <laughs> it's like this little just peninsula that like sticks into Delaware, and Maryland's like, we want that. So anyway, it's uh, so we were just by some club. Where were we by? We were by, what was that? Sea Secrets. Someone had the, this hat. I'm like, I got to have that hat. Couldn't figure out where they got it from. I didn't. I just couldn't go over and ask them <clears> in any way. I ended up buying like ten other hats that look like it. Still isn't the one. Kind of like my shidduch journey. <laughs> Paige, you've been listening to the past few episodes. What's have we have we helped you at all? Yes, very entertaining. You helped me be entertained. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, no, it's here to. It's nice to hear everyone's viewpoint and to know you're not the only one thinking a certain way and. Definitely, like I said, entertaining. I usually do when I feel like I want to feel upbeat. I'm like, okay, let me listen to the podcast. Yeah, that we're like mm. all, we're like all in it together. Also, if I could speak for Paige, I know she stopped listening to Alex Jones after he <laughs> lost his defamation lawsuit. <laughs> what and happened? She was a there? big fan. I so yeah, yeah. So now she has I something know. to listen she to. Has something yes. else. To Avery, stop picking on poor old Paige. <laughs> yeah, she's fun to pick on. <laughs> what happened there? So something that could happen to any of us. Yeah. What happened was, so what happened? He, uh, he has to pay them. He went to clear bankruptcy. Like it was a whole thing. Yeah. A jury declared that he, I must pay a, a fine of $1 billion or up to like close to $1 billion for his defamatory comments about the children who were murdered in Sandy Hook, which is pretty crazy. I was like, praise this. Where do you even find yeah. this guy? Where do you even find this guy has a podcast? What does he have now? What Alex Jones? Yeah. He's got like a right wing. Who was that Jewish really from guy who was very popular for like a hot minute? Ben Shapiro. Is that, no, the special needs guy. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. 
Tischler, Tischler, that guy. That oh. is the he's he's yeah. that. Heshy. Heshy. So this guy, is, Uncle Heshy. Yeah, this special. He like, just had a baby, a grandson, actually. So Alex Jones was that to the right wing conspiracy theorist media. <laughs> Hey guys, it's IJ from the Nobody Talk Shit Podcast. I want to take a moment to tell you about Kosher Response. It's helping families each and every day that are in dire need of our continued help and support. Whether it's Shabbos, Yom Tov, or even a weekday meal, we can't do it without you. Food will be distributed by packages to people's homes who are in much dire need. Hundreds of families are helped. So please partner with Kosher Response by doing this mitzvah with them. This chesed, and for all information, you can go to their website, which is donorbox.org forward slash kosher response, or you can go to kosherresponse.com. Again, kosher response, helping families in need and doing great things. Um, anyway, so I wanted to talk about... Did you want to talk about... No, I wanted to talk about this episode. Everyone's like, what's the topic? I just wanted to leave you cringy, but I wanted to... I wanted to... Whole episode. We're just going to talk about the episode. No, I wanted to get into... <laughs> I wanted to get into like hobbies, hobbies and and like hobbies and new clubs, new experiences. I think that's a cool thing that singles like, like to do, need help with. I feel like we're all in a certain stage like I don't even say stage during our life anymore. I just say the stage this this month. Like this is where we are mentally, and uh, I've I'm trying some new things. Avery, you've been trying some new things. Paige, maybe you'll tell us. I don't know. I'm, you're exploring some new things, right? Paige, yes. you were telling me you moved from a Jewish community to a Jew another Jewish community. Exactly. And I won't tell, I won't say where, because, you know, we have a lot of crazy fans, yeah, a lot of crazy ex space Yaakov mm. boys. boys out there. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was saying girls, the girls oh, also. Girls. <laughs> but I feel like, so you like moved out, mm -hmm. you moved to a different Jewish community now, and it's all about chasing what works for you. That's what I like to put it like chasing right. what's going to work for you, making what's going to work for you, creating what's working for you mm -hmm. as a single living the single life, living the single journey myself. I have signed up for a class also. Like I'm, I'm now in a, I'm like a dating and like a guyish dating course. And I'm like, really it's, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I try Look, I did it. I've been doing it for 10 years on the Jewish dating and it's like, I don't know, these these hot Hani mommies who get our dating coaches, they're just not like doing it for me anymore. And I just want results. I wanna I wanna change it up, right? I, I actually just met yesterday a really good solid dating coach. Get out of here. Jewish. Okay, Jewish. But no, but like this guy, wow. he knows what I spoke to him a couple years back. He remembered like what I said. But forget about it, what he remembers. He's really, really good. <laughs> so when you're done with this, if it doesn't work, oh, I'll connect you with the It will one. work. It's going to I'm telling you, okay, it's, this so is going to work. It may work. And Avery, I know you've been doing something. You've been doing improv. Yeah, I've been improvising. Impro yeah. You've been improvising? Improvising. Been, I, are you, can you, would you feel comfortable telling the, 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 the Oilam? Yeah, sure. I don't. That's because uh, like for what, those like you're like you're like know. like you, okay. You came over for mm -hmm. sukkus. We had a whole sukkus. Nobody talked shidduchim meal. By the way, everyone everyone should know out there. 
you know, me, Avery, my family, some other cast members. It was yeah. it was legendary. It was yeah. legendary. Sounds nice. It Cigars. Was, uh, I wish you were there. <laughs> so so people are moving on. Like even this last crew that I got into, the so the Avery crew, Avery let me into his crew because I'm a few years older. Um, now this crew's moving on, right? Like you think it's, it's a uh, good thing, by are, the way. Yeah, every, it's a great thing. It's a great thing. Everybody, I just, I just wasn't, war- I just wasn't prepared for it. Oh. Like it just happened. Mm-hmm. I saw it happening, and I'm okay with it. It's just, to, gosh, to get a whole new crew is a whole thing. Right. And that's, and that's those moments where you say, okay, I have to now like put my time and invest my time into something, or into yourself, and into into myself. And in and in my situation, I I jumped into this guyish this guyish dating coach class, and Avery, you said you're doing improv. How's that going? Tell us about it. <laughs> well, you said I was doing improv. You, you like you brought that up, which is a, fine. It's going fantastic. Yeah, it's a very fun hobby, and I have been enjoying it. I started doing it uh, in the feb- February of twenty two March. Around March time, and it's so a, a few months. Yeah, it's it's an incredibly, at least at the beginning, was an incredibly overwhelming proposition to begin with because it's an uncomfortable thing to do, mm-hmm. to put yourself out there in front of people, and be vulnerable, acting with strangers. Number one, if you have social anxiety or shy or introverted. It's especially harder for you to do those things, and that definitely would be my case. And in generally, to to put yourself out there emotionally, to consider if for those of you who don't know what improv is, it's like it's a form of acting, you know, dramatically without any script. So you're sort of just working with people that are your colleagues, and you're working together as a unit to build a sort of scene or characters and it's very over it's like challenging is it still the same do you feel the same way as when you started sometimes yeah yeah that's good that's a good thing i think it's good though yeah it is good it's a good thing right hits like hits the brain the dopamine's going because it's a new thing it's Mm -hmm. challenging and yeah you you like you want to put everything into it yeah, yeah. I think one of my teachers said that being good or doing improv, it's, it's one of those things that are you get better, but it's a linear equation. So it's going to go up, it's going to go down. It's going to look like mm-hmm. mountains mountains, Mountains or the Chris Christie weight loss plan. It just goes up and down. <laughs> and it's going it, to, it's not easy. Right. You know, some weeks you're going to feel good. Some weeks you're in a funk. If you're not feeling good about yourself, then it's tough. But yeah, I recommend it to anybody. And everybody, yeah, like I'm. I'm so I remember at this this Shabbos if whatever meal we had, and I was like told someone, and someone's like, "What you're doing? You know this and this. Are you a goy?" <laughs> so uh, I think it's so so such a stereotype on both ends for like classic Jewish family member to say such a thing, but also like to just categorize some like you doing this. In your case, it was improv. And not everyone fits that mold or that blend in the like in like when you're in the Orthodox community, the from community, where 
going to shul does it for you. Is the social club for for women? The Tehillim group is the social club. It it doesn't like it doesn't do it for everybody. It just doesn't. So, but there, those preconceived notions are there. It's it's they stereotype. I remember I was watching. I remember one episode of One Tree Hill. First few episodes, Karen Rowe, Lucas Scott's mother, gets on the team. He's playing on the team, and then. The, uh, the Five Towns mommies, I mean, the Tree Hill mommies come over to him and say, that they, where's your mother? We have to invite her now to Boosters. That's the uh, mm. team, when the mother, the, te- the mothers of the team, like, get together, or they have a cord, and they they do weird, like, things together. Paige, you, you made this move, like, I think it's relatable, our, our new endeavors mm-hmm. with your uh, with your move, right? Like, your move, like, why'd you move? Like, what was right. it about there? So like you said, at the end of the day, that wasn't previous place that I was in. Did not work for me in my stage of life. So I did something about it and I made a change, made a move. I actually don't have family in my new, the new town I live in. And I did have family where I'm coming, family where I'm coming from. So that was also like, in a sense, something that crossed my mind, but like in a very good way. Because I remember someone's like, oh, but you're not going to be near your blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. I'm not like attached to that person by the hip. I'm not, my, my name is to fame is not this person's sister or cousin or whatever it was. It's like, I am me and I'm going to make a life for myself and I'm going to show up and meet new people and just be me. And I don't have to be someone else's something. I'm me, Paige. <laughs> and so far it's going really well. And someone even said like, oh, wow, you're doing that. You called this person, you spoke mm. to that person, you asked them that. I'm like, yeah. They're like, wow, you're so brave. I'm like, you know what? It feels really good. Well, Paige, I think that leads to a larger point, which is the Jewish from people identity crisis that many of us and many people we know are facing. It's, It's like, okay, who am I? Like, where am I living? What does that mean to me? What is this relationship with my parents, my friends? Um, right. whomever, my what what I'm doing, my community, my job. Yeah. What do these things really mean to me? And it takes somebody who's larger than or more self-aware mm-hmm. to actually question those things and say, oh, you know what? Yeah. Just because my parents or my family doesn't live right. here, my cousin doesn't live with me. Yeah. But I, I'm me. Like I'm right. Paige. I can go out and be someone. Do you feel yeah. the same way about your Absolutely, yeah. And it's, I think it's, it's evident. Very, it's good I think feeling. it's evident. Like when, yeah, when you can leave your yeah, identity your, behind. Right, or your your inborn identity, because technically that's just circumstantial or like you didn't have a say in what community you grew up in or what family mm-hmm. you were born into. Mm-hmm. Is my mic working? Yeah, yours is, yeah. Okay. You hear you? No, I don't. <laughs> Oh, you're... Oh, how about now? Now I do not either. <laughs> Wait, I think you're this one. You hear you? You hear you? Let me see if I'm... I don't... Unless it... Oh, now it's working. I don't know if it was working before, but... Oh, my God. What did I do? Put yeah. this thing back. Oh, yeah. That's what happened. You moved it. Who's Anyhow. This? this is Viggy's thing. No, that one's mine. Oh. There you go. Oh. Anyhow. Okay, so know. as I was this saying... This one's yours. <laughs> do you hear yourself though? Yeah, now I do. Okay, what was he, Avery? Um, what was she saying? 
No, Maybe I'm saying not. something about like mm-hmm. you don't choose the community you're brought up in, the family that you're born into, but you can choose who you turn out to be and where that person is going to be, in a sense, self-made. Where, when, how. So making a move and being that independent person, doing things, going a little out of your comfort zone, like you said you are doing as well, is a step, I think, in the right direction. Yeah, it's all, you got to have that versatility. That's that's what it's about and being able to adapt different situations. Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly, it goes beyond like just being single. It's not just about the single thing. I'm sure this could apply to a lot of married people as well. You get settled here and there in your life and then you're kind of, hmm, who am I? Where am I? I know there was a guy, a friend of mine I used to have. And once he built, once the business was like settled in, once he built his second shul, once everything was in place, he's like, all right, now I want to, I'm going to go on a tour of Europe. He actually went to Europe by himself. It was like right. a 40th birthday celebration for him. But it makes sense because you, know? you can lose your identity once you're, <laughs> I feel like when you're not yet married, it's like, oh, like what's going on in your life? Like there's something has to be going on or you have to be in a certain stage or whatever it is, or like waiting for it or looking for it and asking about it, right? Like, oh, mm-hmm. you're dating anyone? Mm-hmm. When you're married. No one asks you about you anymore. It's about all your responsibilities, what comes along with marriage, whatever it is. And it's like the I person know. who's actually I married, know. do they have a sense of self? Do they feel like you said, going away, they're doing something they enjoy. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a person. It's not just my role now is father, husband, and pay the bills. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm a person, I'm going to go and be me. Yeah, I was having a conversation with somebody in shul over Sukkis. And of course, he asked me what my dating life is. Do oh, I wow. meet Charhanim? Did you regret yeah, going to shul? No, no, goes, I didn't regret. I didn't okay. regret. That's good. And that means you're at a point where yeah, you I'm very know? comfortable answering yeah. these questions. So I, I sort of just put it back on him. <laughs> pin the question back on him, and I said, <laughs> "Well, he's like, oh, you're moving to the Upper West Side." He's like, "Wow, whoa, the Upper West Side, so." You're not looking to get married. I'm like, oh. I'm like, hold on a second. What a tool! I'm like, what I'm like, a tool! I'm like, so classic. You, you have the ability to categorize all the Jewish Orthodox people living in the Upper West Side by saying none of them got, got married. How do you? How have you? Are you God? When? How, when did you create right. this? Get, gather this ability to stereotype and generalize every single person. And then I asked him, like, how many women have you ever spoken to outside of your marriage outside of your relationship with your wife he went on three shidduch dates with his wife never spoke to anybody outside of his little bubble and he never had an experience like the world or the rest of us have had Mm -hmm. and i said maybe instead of judging from your viewpoint which is very difficult to do and i don't i'm not gonna blame him but it's hard to understand a perspective. Abrasive to say the least. It's 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 difficult to understand something that we have not experienced. Right. Or, but that I think is the point of living. It's like okay, take somebody's experience and don't judge it. Let it be, and try and understand. Yeah. Right. Right. I just palter at someone like that. I, I'm able to handle it better because when you're like when you're a young older single like myself. Young, older, single, <laughs> or an old, young, single. No, no, I'm old. I'm a young, old, single. It's a bit of a right? contradiction. Yeah. Well, like, there's, 
your old single is like for guys, what, like 30s, maybe girls 28. So I'm a young, old single. That's, that's, that's the term. So I know I palter with guys like this. It's, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm slowly understanding what, why they do that. Like simply to say, and this, I'm, this is coming from someone who's have had my challenges with it and I've had my pissed off moments with it. And one big thing is like a lot of them are just jealous. A lot of them are just like looking and saying, how do you have life? Like, how do you have life? How are you alive? Because I'm here and this is their very, very small part of them. Like, Saying like I'm busting my token, I got my family, like I'm, and you're just single and you're living the life and you're doing everything and like there, and uh, that's not fair. That's what's really processing through their mind. It's really interesting. I've point. I've been with these people like for too long, and I was just proven when I I went for Rosh Hashanah, I went for Yom Kippur, I went to Sugis, I went, I was not at my current cool single community anymore. I went back to the to the Altaheim to the parents and I actually went to my grandmother's old place so I was in two different communities and I just saw it and like one like a ra- there was a rabbi of the shul the rabbi of the shul like gave me the lecture and a kid gave me the lecture he pulled me he didn't even pull me over he just was like giving he was in the middle of a class a Torah class and he's like we need to get you married we need to get you where you live what, what you know what's going on with you I said so I knew right away. So I'm just gonna like throw it out to him, and I, I was I was I was using Avery's line because I was you were on my mind that day, Avery. So I said, "Oh, I'm moving up to West Side." Same response. <laughs> oh, so you're you're giving up? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what does one have to do with the? I'm like, I just I just played it easy. What does one have to do with the other? Why don't you know what helps is working with Gaim, working with non-Jews. They, the have, resp- they have they, faith in you. They have such great responses, like. And that's what I base it off of. I'll say, like, that's a classic Jewish answer. That's because, the, the, like, normal people don't say these things. So I told them, I don't know, I told them about the holiday. And they're like, oh, sounds not, sounds very nice for time with the family. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Very nice time with the family. And then I, I went to, then, like, my co- Jewish coworker asked me, where, where are you, what's going on for the Chagim? Oh, I'm going to be by my parents. Oh, well. They diving at this shul. Don't go there. It's very bad. I'm just like, what? <laughs> First of all, I'm not, I don't even plan going there. Avery, how do you deal with these people? I, well, there there was a way. You run away from them. <laughs> there that's was, why. There was a way. Put that's grums. why. It's, oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, yeah. that's honestly, it's that's how one person dealt with it. There's you could acquiesce or you can think, bring on, bring on the, the night watch over here. No, but I think you're, you're onto something in that people need to understand that or need to realize that, that you have to separate yourself and your needs from the community's needs and desires. And when those lines get blurred, boundaries get crossed, it ends up negatively impacting you a person needs to tell themselves like what is going on what do i want what are my desires what are my needs am i happy am i doing this out of fear of something else of somebody or it's it's hard Paige, what would you recommend so you go back to your what would you recommend like a part of the episode listeners are hearing 
they're going back for the Yom Tovim to their parents' house. How do you how do you manage it? How okay. do you manage it? So, first of all, <laughs> so it takes a lot said. of. You have to know, you have to try to tune out, first of all, what everyone's going to say. Because everyone's going to have comments all the time. You can't get around that. So just worry about yourself. Don't worry about what they're saying. And number one is, ultimately, they mean well. Number two is they have nothing else to say. They don't know what else to say. And number three is, is you kind of just smile. And like you said, maybe they're just jealous or they're feeling bad. And you kind of just like, I don't know, make a comment back to them to like kind of close the conversation maybe if there's something that comes to mind or i don't know that depending on your age or stage if it's a responsibility or an obligation for you to go back to your family if that's not going to be where a place that you're going to feel good and happy which you should be feeling around the Tovim, right especially yeah. like this holiday of sukkahs supposed to be simplicenu then don't put yourself in that position in that place and there's nothing wrong with that go what's going to do what's best for you keep your happiness mm -hmm. and you have responsibility to yourself why is it so, do you think that people feel like this i guess anxiety and overwhelming desire to bring family together because it is it is a nice time because you know how it is at the end of the day everyone's very busy with their lives but whether you're single or whether you're married family or not you're very busy so how often are you getting together mm -hmm. it's not going to happen unfortunately it happens by funerals and it happens by weddings. Mm. You have to literally like beg people sometimes to come to the simchas. You don't have to beg anyone to come to the funerals. They don't show my, up. Mind you will. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. what you were saying was, oh, so the about the holiday, come, it's the really nice to spend some time, whether it's home or whatever it is, mm -hmm. with the family. And there's nothing wrong with it. And do that. But do it for as long or as short that works for you. Without, again, an obligation to... On the actual yunt of days, you, there's no out. You're sleeping. You have to stay for a day or two uh, two days, right? But if it's like Chalmoid, go join the family. It's nice to see them. It's 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 a good time to get together. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're not feeling, number one, up to it that day, or it's going to bring out something bad and negative in you that might affect what you're going to say, how you're going to feel, or just the positive energy around the rest of the family, then don't go. That's wow, me. Paige, telling people to stay away from their own family. Meaning if it's going to do more harm than <laughs> good. The voice of reason. I think if, no, it's gonna do more than, totally... if it's going to do more harm than good, mm -hmm. then I think you have to know what's best. Oh, yeah. Know yourself. How would you be able to... Know that? Yeah, from the last time. What is, what's harm? What's harmful and what's oh, not? You, it's a matter it's of self-control. Your yeah, it's, it's in your well, head. I'm not exactly sure. For different people, I'm people sure it's should different know, things. But there's definitely a sense of self-control. And if you feel like you're going to make... You're going to, number one, get aggravated. You're going to start yelling at people and bothering this or getting upset at this sibling or that parent and just making chaos out of a family get-together that should be happy and fun. Mm -hmm. And you can't keep your comments to yourself. Yeah. Don't go because you're going to ruin it for everyone else. And uh -huh. guess what? You're not going to have a good time either. But maybe you should suck it up and be extra self in self, have extra self-control and just smile and try to make it happen. I mean... At least a couple of times, if not every single get together, show up because you're still part of the family and everyone wants to see you, mm. married or not married. People do want to see, but people you have to see people like people need to be able to see you on your terms. 
I can't just I can't just come down. I think to piggyback what you were saying before, yeah, I just I noticed that everyone was people like throw themselves into family time and and they just don't have that capability of realizing that there's like self time needed for themselves. They first of all don't even realize it. And then also they like whatever time left they have, they they there's there's like it's for you to go to you to run walk away has like a very negative connotation on it. I'll give you an example. Like I'm sitting I'm doing the classic we did the sukkah thing, we shook the Lulav, we did the yes rogue, the sukkah. Okay, after the meal, I don't know, well, the second day, the first day, the second day it was like four o'clock, five o'clock, finished lunch, finished everything. Went right to my room. And no one saw me the rest of Yontif. So that was good, right? That was amazing. I had an, I had a great time because I just needed some time to myself. Like at that point, I was with. I needed to take a nap. I was. I showered. I just needed to. I was reading, going through some old stuff in my room, cleaning my room, just keeping busy. Right. And then I came down, and my you know, one of my siblings like come over to me and was like, "I'm so sorry. Did someone offend you?" I said, "No. Why? Like, what are you talking about?" Because you left. What happened? What were you doing? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's called self-time. It's called me time. It's called self-care. Like, that's all it was. I just needed to get away. Like, why is it that when, when, when they do these family get-togethers, mm-hmm. everyone's on top of each other. Everyone's on top of each other. It doesn't end. I remember Rabbi Ari Ben Shushan used to say this on one of his Torah Shiurim on Torah anytime and like, yeah, the families, everyone's just together and they're always together. And I'm like, yes, but you also need you time. And men get this at shul. Men get this at shul because they go to shul. They're social kings. They're they're social. Some of them are social jesters, like Avery over here. God, God. And and they're able to be in their zone. Some men just they'll put the talus over like me. They'll put the talus over the head and just close their eyes, lay back, get some shut eye. Mm-hmm. Some of them will find a friend. They'll schmooze like one on one, right? Other guys need a whole chevra. Other guys need kiddush club, whatever. Like that's how they get that escape a little bit. Yeah, it's true. That's yeah, it's, what it's structured. Mm-hmm. That's the structure of it. Yeah, there's no difference. So I would say to our listeners yeah. to understand that there's no difference from that. And going to an improv class. Well, a from going to an online for, to a Goyish online dating class. A difference is to the, moving the, towns. The the wife in the imp- case of the improv class is not circling around the block like a devilish <laughs> tiger <laughs> right. ready to pounce. I, I know, right? Well, that would be the it's difference. So saying you're having you're spending too much time with your friends. Spending too much time with your family. Spending too much. I know. I heard you were smoking. I heard you were drinking. Oh, it's just, it's just terrible. terrible. I needed you a gourmet glot when I I saw that I, I saw you. that years ago. Now. Actually, Paige knows a Paige knows a couple. We, we uh, you may know the couple actually, but uh, I was by my grandparents in the neighbor my grandparents my grandmother in the neighborhood that I used to live in, and I grabbed like one of the guys. It was like back in this back in you know where yeah. <laughs> and all those couples moved in, right? All those couples moved in, okay. right? And like they did the shul, like the shul did like a a program to yep. bring more people into the community. So they ha- subsidized housing and they paid part, part a lot of your rent 
and you got free membership and they did all these things for you. A lot of communities do that. Long Beach has that, Oceanside has that, a bunch of communities. And so I was in this group of people and like I grabbed a, my friend and another guy out and we went to the sukkah and we were like lighting up some cigars. And then this guy's wife, come, like PhD doctor, hard, hard ass comes down and she pokes her head and she goes, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, I looked at my friend, I'm like, this marriage ain't going to last. <laughs> and I give the guy credit because it did not. It was over. Yeah. Like, I'm like, lady, this is what Judaism is about here. Like, okay, we're smoking a cigar. Fine. All right. Like, this this is called guys hanging out and spending time together. That's and that's that's what it they is. They didn't have kids at the time. They uh, didn't have no, kids. No, I don't think no, they didn't. No. no. It's not like right now I need you. Uh, but this happens so this happens so many places. Like Avery and I used to hang out with a couple and the house used to be a whole party, whole party and then yeah. you know, this I think the woman just did, the woman did it the right way or what definitely that was not a good way of doing it, but the woman did it like the right way where you know, she just told the guy told the guy privately clearly like no, this isn't happening anymore. No, no more Shabbos chills, no more holiday like it's over. It's over. You got a family, you got two kids, da 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 da. Whatever. That's what she did. Yeah, where I would say the difference is between the difference communities, between, between the Jewish from community and these social and clubs these and hobbies. Not the social clubs, no, but the, oh. the secular community, right? We're talking secular, about okay. we're talking about families being smothering maybe even helicopter parents to an extent. Yeah. Right. The the yeah. enmeshment yeah. is what we're sort of discussing. And in the secular world, at eighteen years old, children are sent off of adults. Adults are sent off to college for four years to oh, who knows yeah. where, who knows how long. They come back for maybe Christmas, right. maybe the summer. They go work. They go to, to on gap years for extended periods of time to other countries without their family. Now, is that right? Is that the way to do things? I don't know. I don't have the answer. But the fact that parents are able to separate from their needs or their wants and their desires, because I'm sure they all want to spend time with their children as much as they can. They understand that for the greater purpose of this child becoming an independent, full-fledged human being, we have to let them go. We have to let them go to college. We have to let them develop relationships. We have to trust them. Yeah. Right? And in the firm community, I'm not sure that that occurs. It's not so standard. It's not so standard. Not like sure I've had occurs. a few friends who've done that. And I see a lot of success with them. Yeah, they, they were kicked. They were sent out on that journey early. That yeah, literally. And and they they were out of the house, eighteen, went to yeshiva, seminary, college, and just did not go back home. Went went just was on their own. Was on their own the whole time. And I think that's the I, the meant the meant the, the like the the cute parable there. I guess teach a man, give a man a fish, versus teach a man how to fish. I think that's teaching someone how to fish. Get out there and, and like do your thing. No? It, like you said, you, it's different from the Jewish world, the Jewish world, and how and each family does it in a way. They do that just in a the way they structure their family or bring up their kids with that sense of responsibility, independence. That starts from when they're younger. Okay, it's obviously to a different extent than going living on your own for two, three, four years, but you do see different people from different families and how they spread their wings versus maybe other families where they're way more attached to their 
parents or they need them or they rely on them. And it could also vary across cultures as well. Oh, yeah. Immigrant communities particularly are hit much harder. We have friends whose parents are immigrants and they're at the beck and call of their parents. Right. Beck and call. I was thinking about another, another sect of Judaism, but I'm not going to... Oh, like yeah, I don't know what... Point tell us, tell us. No, 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 because I'm not a part of it, so I don't know, oh, don't know. well enough to start making judgment calls. <laughs> right. It's the black kind of community, isn't it? I don't know. It's those, it's those son of a... It's those modern people in Westchester. I don't know. Yeah, those are the people that probably send away four, for four communities. Years. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there are a bunch. They're like, well, like I don't know, eight, ten, I don't know, probably like thirty. If you ask every Jew, they'll tell you, they'll be like, oh, they, they, those Jews are so different than us. No, 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 not, nothing. We have, we have nothing to do with them. Nothing. Like two, two, two were we're all the same. We're all the same. Like, oh, okay, you got you got the hat. I, like, I asked my friend Jackson, and he's like, okay, you got the hat. And 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 you hang out with non-Jewish people, okay? And then and then they're the ones that don't have the hat, and then I don't know what they are. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty much, pretty much. You, like, dude, you summed it up, like, totally. And the horns. <laughs> don't forget the horns. <laughs> there you go. Man, I can never remember it. So uh, yeah, no, so I'm I'm learning some cool stuff on, on part of this part of this this thing like this looking for social life and hobbies and social clubs and things like that you definitely get them from i think a work a little bit from, from but you also need your own and and yeah for me like i i join this this on this online it's like it's a, we do it via zoom so it's like a jew it's a, not a jewish thing it's a, it's a guyish dating coach i have a little cohort we're i'm learning a lot of things it's, I think it's very beneficial. <laughs> they tell you how to like ramp up your profile. It's working. Okay. I literally went from zero. I mean, I, zero, I meant to, I, I went from like a solid two, three matches a week mm-hmm. to 15. Oh, wow. 15, Avery. I have you beat. I know they told you to put a picture of Tom Brady in, as your <laughs> profile picture. Just don't give it away. I told you. Oh, my God. I so paid money for this what, yeah. What's spoken about and what they say over there. <laughs> oh, my. You don't want to know. Say? You don't want to know because there are like a lot of. A magician you know, never like reveals the, his trick. Right. Like the, the, the guy teaching the class is a pickup. He's a pickup artist. Oh. But he's also a dating coach. They work hand in hand. And I do want to take away the stigma against it because. If you want, if you're looking to help yourself, you want to lose weight, you're going to hire a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. You you, ha- you have some mental, uh, mental health stuff. You're going to go to a mental health counselor or a therapist. Remind me how much Harvey Weinstein charges for this class. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? <laughs> I, well, you're in. The, you tell me. You're you you're you're I'm a star a, pupil. I am. I am. You tell me. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I'm learning in the class right now. Like part of what's what I'm Answer learning in the, right there. I just did. Yeah, is I put the question back at you. The retort. So I actually did learn one thing on this class so far, that you've got to put heavy questions back on the person. Because why are they asking that? They're asking it. They're they're asking to put you into a box, or they're looking to cross you off the list. That's why they're going to throw out such a heavy question that's in the beginning. In the beginning. When you kind of get to know, I'll, I'll let you know when I'm in that part of the class, but you got to always reverse it. You got to always reverse it and throw it back at them. You can't let the other side really 
you know what? So let's run with that. You know yeah, what? Paige is it's hitting you, Pit Page. No, I'll tell you what. Can we? Yes. Yeah. I'm that person oh, that's gonna be asking those oh. questions. So let's sample. Let's is, is sample for the audience. Let's sample. Wait, let's do it. But the problem is, is that, like yeah. you said, the guys can either feel like you said, like, oh, okay, oh my gosh, like she's interrogating me, or like, why she want to know that? And like you said, oh yeah, about crossing oh, yeah. me off or putting me in a box. But I that's wish, all they're looking to do. I wish that they turn it back on me. Because guess what? I want Ooh, them to you know that. To. I want them to know Also, like, me. girls want to talk more. Girls want to uh, talk more. They I don't know if do they it. all do it. Okay, fine. But, like, if uh, you're that's asking That's what my dating coach said you would say. No, but, like, <laughs> if you ask a question, that shows you're interested, whether or not you're interested or not. But based on the answer that you get, maybe you'll become interested from the opposite or the or the the opposite. Or the opposite, but either well, way. Well, most of the time it is about well, in the beginning it's always it's the opposite. They're 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 okay. they're looking to cross off. Yeah, look, this is how it is. This is this is what you do in in, in dating on on the I single mean, on the single the single events. I wish yeah. the speed dating. You know, I, the I girls always ask and they uh, they bait. They bait you know and guys, I mean, if the guy really likes you, yeah. He'll is just it's it's going to be tough for him because they have to like get over that. That's why I take offense when girls say, I, I personally take offense because girls say, oh, there's so many players out there in the Jewish community. <laughs> Avery, you, told, you said one time, yeah, what players are you? You had a good line on this once. Uh, well, I don't remember. It was like some line you said like, oh, I'm really like, like what there's a professional like hitch going around. If these guys really were professional pickup artists or like really that smooth, like they, they mm. wouldn't be here. They wouldn't be here. Only My friends who were good at it I'll copy you. Yeah. are out of the Jewish community years ago. They can't even pick up the free food from the Lawrence drop-off box. That's how bad these guys are. <laughs> <laughs> There's no game. Actually, I just signed community. up for the list. I heard like over, oh, good over Yom Tov, like the, the Sibs were like, t- where the Sibs were like, what does O'Reilly call them? O'Reilly calls them the urchins. Bill O'Reilly calls them the urchins. So I call them the Sibs, and the Sibs are like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, so-and-so, yeah, I saw them on the the food pantry. I said, what? They go to the food pantry? Okay, I'm going to the food pantry. That's it. They're going? That one's driving a, a nice car, wealthy. Oh. People just go. It's only so weird. Porsches and Lexuses. Do you know that? That's, like, that's what is it deal with that? Mean. Do you know, like, wealthy people, like, go to the food, the, like, the, the, the JCC food pantry? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Avery, you ever went? You get the drop-offs. No. I'm going to go. Don't you get the drop-offs? He no. Used to no. I used someone used to get in my office, and oh. then he every week he would come in and he'd say, "I bestow this on to you." Are you kidding me? It's and like I'd a competition. Go, yes. In Lakewood, it's like a competition. Like who gets a better box? <laughs> and then you know what they do? Yeah. One person told me I was in an office helping someone out. They're like, "Who wants to come for a barbecue that night?" And everyone responded on the chat, "Why you got the food from the boxes? We did too. Oh, we, we have it at our own. We have it at our house those too." Those boxes help. Like I was just, I was just. Did, I told someone on the show, Avery, you're the program auditor. I told someone that I think we just solved the shit of crisis. Like we should get, we should give a stipend to single people. Like there's a bigger burden on single on single Jews. I mean, and 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 seriously speaking, call the Reverend now. Like. Reverend? Reverend Al, as an out, like, there is, there's a, there's stigma. We're, we're, we have our hand tied behind our back because singles like pay for rent. Pay, singles pay right. full rent. Right. And when you're married, you don't, you don't pay full rent. You have, you have everything split. Right. Everything split. Okay. Yeshiva tuition, whatever, whatever. It's a whole other thing. 
We said before a few episodes ago, from places will pay you more if you have kids, if you're in a real, like, very rare case scenario. But you, they're paying you more in, in a guyish place or a corporate place. If you're married, singles don't have that. Singles don't have that. So maybe we should. We should petition the JCC. Avery, take this down. We're going to petition the JCC. Yeah. We're going to mm-hmm. call singleism. Singleism? No. Anti-singleism. Something. Something. Anti-Semitism. Something like this. Yeah. And like, let like, they should send us these boxes from Lakewood. Wow. Acting oh, like yeah. a victim really does help people get out of <laughs> poverty, right? Isn't that I'm just what, trying to help people like isn't that what financially us? get those extra bucks like for the dates because not everything's going up. Yes. Like the the freaking I'm telling you, man. I more and more I am but, I am literally telling the girl like, can we meet halfway? It's just I'm like you're from you live over the bridge. I I just to literally it's a it's becoming a fifty dollar travel date. It's it's not a joke, by the way. You're not even. I know. I I read somewhere. Actually, Avery, come on, in, back me up here. I read I think in the New York Post or the Wall Street Journal. Remember the minimum? No, no. Uh, millennials minimum date. Average minimum date cost nowadays? Can you guess? Amongst well, millennials. My, well, my... my, my $91. Oh, my God. It's I was, really was going to say... Minimum date. No, my my goyish friends, uh, my, my non-Jewish co-worker friends were like, they literally told me, they're like, you know how expensive Applebee's got? I'm like, is Applebee's <laughs> like... The top. Yeah, they're like, no, it's just a good, it's a good first date spot. Applebee's okay, like, you think of it like a coffee bar in the Five Towns, okay. Mint oh, in it's, Brooklyn, it's crap. and they, for them. oh, them, no, yeah. no, 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 they know it's like crap also, but it's yeah. it's quiet and yeah. it's they're like, cost me forty dollars a plate. I'm like forty dollars, dude, forty dollars a plate at the Jewish. I'm like, I, I hear you, I hear mm-hmm. you. I'm like, it is tough. Yeah, yeah, no, it's expensive either way. I don't know, but especially well, it's funny, if you're going to kosher restaurants, you're going to. Do multiple things. Kosher food is at a premium, no matter what. So people get apoplectic about this. Do you do, by the way, go out to eat on your first? Or it really depends. Um, so first date. Well, yeah, we should redo the first date roadmap because it's been like oh, because- eighty episodes. <laughs> God, oh, but like it's been it really freaking depends. eighty episodes. Damn! Like, wow. A lot of guys, right, who are full time working. By the time they're getting to the girl, whatever time that is. They're hungry, so they want to eat. They're not going to eat before, mm-hmm. and they get back too late, so they just want to eat. But then at the end of the day, they might rethink that after a bunch of years. Oh yeah, we also don't want to like spend the money also like right. on that. One one guy. It's a you're in a position like if I'll go to Lakewood for a date, it's it's tricky. It's tricky because the, um, time, the time. I try to do differently, and I I recommend I like I want people to walk away from the show, so I don't mind sharing my secrets, my commercial information, tangible stuff. First date should always be a viewing activity. Viewing activity only. So what does a viewing activity mean? Yeah, what is a viewing activity? You're like, what is a viewing? I don't know. What do you think? What do you think it means? What do you think? What do you think it means? It just sounds really funny coming from the guy's A viewing side. activity is like going to an art gallery. You got to go oh, to the art gallery. <laughs> Never go anywhere else. It's from, it's just a mix of a few different things, sugar, spice, and everything nice, throwing it together. Always take them to to a viewing activity. Art galleries are a great, great place. Why? Um, if it's just talking, if it's just one-on-one talking, 
Again, it's quick. it's dry real quick. The chemistry will run out. Yeah. People are nervous. It's too many things going against you. Not worth doing. If you're going out to eat, similar thing, except also, now you have food. Also, it's mouth. a little uncomfortable. The girl's not going to... These girls are like trained like... Half of them are trained to order the whole menu. Half of them are trained to not get anything Don't at all. Take the food home. It's just not worth going for the food. And the guy's going to feel bad. Like if he could afford it, or if, even if he can, even if he can just to spend that money is not worth it. Right. Go to an act, an activity is just too much. It takes you, you lose focus on everything. You just lose focus on what you're doing what the activity i used to take right. girls a lot to like archery on the first date and jesus like wow oh my god it was like too much it was they would come out of the day like cross-eyed limping from their heels <laughs> and my back went out and it was just like you couldn't find like two less versatile people <laughs> at that point and you just don't have it I really like that idea. That beauty Thank you. Is a See, this is why we come idea. here. We come here for well resolutions. You hear that, Avery? Very good idea. So if a guy asks me for an idea on a first date, I'll definitely have what to say now. Yeah, always do yeah. viewing. I will. I'll, I'm going to. Okay, if people want to know, let them message me. But sure. like I said, I have a few places, but I mean, this is like, I don't know where you're like okay. in Jersey now. So I don't know where. Like, uh, but we'll find a place. But viewing activities, those—that's where you got to go. That's where you got to be. Avery. Interesting. What would you do if somebody told you that they do not, in either case, either you. or, date <laughs> Republicans, or they do not date liberals? What would you do? They, well, they specifically. We should have done a political episode. We dude, could have. Bro, it's not an episode. We it's just a question. We done the political episode. Like, Hi, come Jade's on. Getting late. It's just getting a. Late. Yeah, oh, you gotta go. Getting late. All right, gonna, yeah. We'll save that question for another episode. Okay, fine. So, all right. Okay. It's it, setting actually. The sun is literally setting. What time is uh, Shabbat today? What like five fifty-eight? No, okay. What do you? T- oh, I thought Candle. like six o'clock. I thought it was like hey, I'm still like in six thirty mode. No, the thing goes. Okay, fine. Well, we do have Shabbat, so fine. Very good. You do too. You do. Yeah, you do you. Okay, cool. Thanks for coming, Paige. Avery, as I usually end off, well, we'll go to the closing. Okay, Paige, Avery, thanks for coming. Episode 85, Single Hobbies and Social Clubs. Uh, It's been real, folks. You can find us at Nobody Talks Shidduchim on Instagram, shidduchpodcast.com. Huna Matata. You can donate uh, to uh, our page. We'll take all your money. As we mentioned, inflation. Not kidding. We love you guys. Don't Mm -hmm. send us money. Spend it it on yourself. Uh As I usually end off, happy face, smiley face, silly face. This is a Nobody Talks Shidduchim podcast. Buying a house is so difficult these days. I've not been able to find any houses on the market, but... With Long Island Realtor Sharon B., I've been able to find a whole array of beautiful homes. Marble, wood, brick. If you use Long Island Realtor Sharon B., licensed real estate broker, you can buy a brand new home and live there with your parents, landlord, or your future spouse. Follow your listing specialist on Instagram or on Linktree. Your listing specialist. Alchi's Media Network.